Oh boy. Hey, it's me, Jake. I've looked up what it's episode 250. It's a big episode, isn't it? It is a big episode. And uh, I know it's a big episode because it's episode 250. And also it's just me. I thought Nigel was going to come over today for episode 250, but uh, Nigel is not uh, his, his emotional state. He's a bit down. He's a bit down and a bit uh, depressed from the, uh, from the old coronavirus. Uh, he doesn't have the virus, as far as I can tell, but he, he wouldn't get on the phone with me uh, because because he's just not feeling it. And I get it. I get it. Maybe you're feeling the same way. Maybe you're at home right now thinking, oh, my God, when is this going to be over? Is everybody, Are we all doomed? Uh, what about our jobs? I mean, that's, that's where, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, how about a little laughter? That makes us feel better. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. What are you laughing at? There is nothing to laugh at right now. But, of course, uh, there's... We can all we can all always use a laugh. Anyway, not yeah. Nigel's not feeling so good. Maybe you're not feeling so good. I have to say that uh, I'm not loving social distancing and uh, lockdown isolation, but I'm doing the best I can. I think uh, the important thing is we we want to come out of this uh, better than we went into it, if we can, if that's possible. Now I know uh, if if we're getting sick. That's that's not good. Nobody wants to get sick. So let's try and stay healthy. Let's stay away from each other if we can. But also let's try and be nice to each other and try and help each other. If you go to the store, somebody else needs something from the store, you can get something, you leave it outside their house. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't even I'm not an expert on how to get through this. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm doing. Here's what I do. I get up in the morning. I, first of all, I don't set an alarm anymore. I'm not doing that. So I get up when I wake up, and some days, uh, that's still before 7 in the morning. And uh, I think yesterday I slept until 8.30, so that was nice. So I get up, go downstairs, have myself a little coffee, and then start exercising. I've been trying to do some exercising, uh, some push-ups, some squats with my body weight, some pull-ups. I got a kettlebell, I swing that around. Um, Deadlifts, I have a hex bar. I'm doing some hex bar deadlifts, which sounds pretty macho, and it is 135 pounds. That's I'm not a young man. Um, I would I, I I don't consider myself an old man, but some people do. <laughs> some people consider me an old man, and so I'm doing that. I'm picking up a 135 pounds. That would qualify as a small man. So I'm what some people think of as an old man, picking up what some people think of as a small man. Uh, so I'm doing those things: push-ups, squats, deadlifts. Uh, um, Swinging the kettlebell, doing some pull-ups also. I think I mentioned that. So I'm doing that. I got about a 20 minutes of yoga I'm doing every day. Then I've got an ab core thing that I do. That uh, oh, Who was that? That's Jeff Cavalier from Athlean X. You can follow him on the YouTubes. But he's got a six-pack ab app that puts you through about a, a six, seven-minute ab workout five, five days a week. And it tells you what days to take off, tells you what exercises to do. So I'm doing that. So I, I don't think I'm going to manage a six-pack by the end of this uh, lockdown. But, uh, <laughs> but maybe. Who knows? Who knows? That's not my goal. My goal is to just be in better shape when we come out of the lockdown than when we went in. You know? I'm trying to... I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Great Escape. They, they lock... Uh, what is it? Steve McQueen? He keeps having to go in the cooler. They lock him in the cooler. They think they're going to break his speed. He goes in there. was ball and his glove and he just throws the ball up against the wall catches it goes in there sometimes they put him in there for a month 30 days in the cooler he goes in there with the ball comes out slapping his glove 
that's what you want to do. You want to come out of this thing slapping your baseball glove, if that's a thing that you do. Um, so it's a little bit, uh, yeah, there's, what are you going to do? That's all you can do. You go online, you try and hope for something, somebody to talk to you, somebody to tell you things. Somebody wa- You want something that's going to cheer you up. I can tell you what, uh, I'm glad I get it. I get why you're listening to this. <laughs> I, I, I wish I wish I had more to offer you. I, I wish Nigel had come over because he's always good for a silly conversation. You know, the sta- tales of people's bad manners, that's that's really down now. I went out for a little bike ride yesterday with my wife and daughter. We're allowed to associate with each other, even though we're currently on lockdown. And the reason for that is uh, we're in the house together all the time. So whatever, whatever one of us has got, the other ones have already got it. And so far, it doesn't seem like we have anything. But we could have something from prior to... Uh, the old, uh, what do you call it, uh, prior to the old lockdown, right? We could have something from prior to the lockdown that we still that still hasn't manifested itself. But whatever that is, we've all got it. But yesterday we went for a bike ride. There was nobody out. Usually when I go for a bike ride on the bike path here, there's people walking on the bike path. Now there's a path where you can walk, and then there's a path where you ride your bike. And people are walking on the bike path. It's one of my pet peeves, if, you, if anyone even says pet peeves. It's one of the things that bugs me. So I'm, I always want to go into police mode. But like my friend Alan Havey always says, he doesn't do adult education. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get on board with that because I don't want to do adult education either. I don't want to have to be the cop that tells you to stop doing what you're doing. I want you to just stop doing it because you understand that it's not cool. But luckily, there were some people walking on the bike path, but the bike path was so not crowded that uh, it didn't really enter into it. I never had to swerve into the other lane to avoid a pedestrian and then almost hit someone coming the other way on the bike because there wasn't that many people out there. So we went out for a little bike ride. It was a beautiful day. There were people in surfing, as you may have seen on my Instagram. Uh, you know, I can't believe people go surfing. It's like the day after it rained here. And when it rains in L.A., the storm drains go right into the ocean. So all the things that are in the storm drains, and if you don't know what I mean by things, uh what are the things that you see on the sidewalk, like uh, uh, old uh, ice cream cones or cigarette butts or dog poop or, uh, you know, in certain parts of big cities now, there's some there's some human poop out in the world. And that gets hosed right down the storm drain. And then when it rains, that goes right out into the ocean. So if you're surfing the day after it rains, that means all that storm drain stuff just got flushed into the ocean. A little motor oil. There's some motor oil in there. Um, all that stuff. And you are swimming around in a soupy sauce of all that poopy magic. And so you don't want to be doing that. <laughs> I mean, probably now you don't want to go surfing, even if, if it's been three days after it rains. But let me tell you another thing that I learned, and this is as it applies to a hangover. Uh, di- dilution is the solution to pollution. So if you're uh, suffering from a hangover, you want to drink water to dilute that alcohol or whatever after chemicals are hanging you over. And in the ocean, once the poo hits the water, you don't want to be right where it's hitting the water. You want to be in there a couple of days after, after it's rolled around and gotten rinsed out to sea a little bit, and then it's diluted. And now if we were all pooping into the ocean at, the, at once, that would be a problem. But luckily, we've got some sewage treatment plants. Anyway, don't go surfing three days until three days after it rains in Los Angeles. It's a good rule of thumb. And uh, there were people in there surfing, surfing the poop wave uh, the day after the rain. And we're on Corona lockdown, right? I mean, in spite of what you see in Florida where there's spring breakers 
are out there getting hammered and uh, associating Tinder or hooking up with each other. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. That they're Well, of course, I do know what they're thinking because I was 20. They, they, they think they're invincible. They think they're going to live forever. They think they're immortal and invincible and uh, they're not afraid of dying. Well, they haven't really lived that long. They don't have that much at stake. You know, I, I got decades of memory. I'm, I'm trying to rack. I'm racking up a high score right here. I don't need to be, I don't need to be taking, uh, taking risks by going to surf in the poopy ocean. I can wait three days. Also, I've been alive long enough that three days is not that big of a deal to me. Um, anyway, so don't go surfing. I, I just couldn't believe it. There's, there, we're worried about the coronavirus and these guys, what you get when you go surfing in that kind of nasty water is uh, sinus infections because you go underwater and you get rolled around and then the surf goes into your, I apologize if I'm covering some well-known territory to people who surf all the time, but that's what you get. You get a sinus infection from going surfing in the poopy water. And so uh, don't do it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the rule of thumb. And especially don't do it now because if you get a sinus infection, you have to go to the doctor. You could be in there at the same time that there's somebody in there with the, something worse, the namely, i.e., the coronavirus. So you don't need to be getting sick now with other things when there's people who are who are sick with this big thing that's making us all stay home. So anyway, I get it. You want to go surfing. Surfing is fun. You can social distance when you're surfing. The ocean is diluting whatever is the other surfers are doing right there, but not right after it rains and not in Los Angeles. Okay, so now you know that. Um, I tried to go online and look up some weird news to be able to tell you, but all the, almost all the news is about uh, is about this virus right now. Holy cow, or holy shit, as I might say. But then I was just talking about poop. Toilets are in the news. Japan's got the amazing toilets. This is about how America's losing the toilet race. This is from February, so this is from this is some this is some poop news from before the virus outbreak. But they're just talking about how great the toilets are in Japan, and that's because they all have that uh, built-in bidet, bidet uh, butt washer thing. Which I have to say, that was one of the greatest things when the great Russell Peters took me on tour with him around the world. One of the greatest things were these. Uh, bidet toilets that you get in Asia. Oh my God. One of them had a, a light sensor. So you're actually, as you're walking into the bathroom, the inside of the toilet lights up so you can see where you're going and bring yourself in for a landing. And then, uh, and then, and then it washes you. So if you do some number two, uh, I don't know why I'm not saying poop right now because I've said it so many times, but when you do that, then, uh, then you can activate the toilet and you can direct the nozzle. It's like a control forward or backward. Of course, you can slide forward and backward to get it right on the spot where you want to, where you want the water. You control the water temperature and the velocity pulsating effect. I'm allowed to say pulsating. Um, I think I am. Uh, so man, those are some great toilets. <laughs> Just if you're, if you think once this, once we all get through this lockdown and you're allowed to go to the toilet store, please consider getting a butt washing toilet. I mean, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to, I'm going to treat myself. That's what I feel like. Look, I get it. This lockdown is awful because we're human beings are social creatures. We want to get together with each other. We want to talk to each other. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to Nigel. I want to talk to my friend Nigel. I couldn't even get, he wouldn't even answer the phone. We were texting back and forth. He was going to come over at one o'clock and then he flaked. And then when I texted him, call me, he just ghosted me. No response. And so, um, so, oh my goodness. So, so I just couldn't get him to, uh, couldn't get him to come over. I get it. So social distancing is hard on your morale because we're 
social creatures. We're tribe, tribal pack animals. We need to be around the other animals in our pack, and we're missing, we're missing them right now. I get that. And then also, let's face it, that's hard enough. And then on top of that, nobody is making money. I personally had uh, several, uh, several gigs canceled, three, three weekends worth of work canceled so far, so far. And we'll see how that goes. My friend's wife was just laid off of her job working at a hotel because who's staying at a hotel? No one, because no one is traveling. And so she's laid off until after this. So I know there's a lot of people who are in economic states. I am lucky that I have some money saved, so I'm not in crisis mode now. But down the road, as I, as I keep trying to explain to my wife how retirement savings work, is we're earning money now, and then we're trying to put it in a pile. And then we so slowly eat the pile, and hopefully we die before the pile is gone. Well, the, the, some of our pile is diminished because of the stock market is crashing, and then our ability to add to the pile right now is gone to zero. And I get it. We're, some of us don't even have a pile that we're living off of, and, I, and so I get when I talk about myself, I'm lucky to you, and I do understand that. I feel grateful for, for everything I have, and I hope that we are all going to be there to help take care of each other uh, when the economic consequences of this all filter around. And so I want to encourage you not to freak yourself out about stuff that is not happening now. Things that may happen in the future are things that may happen. Also, other things may happen. Good things may happen that you haven't perceived of. And so, uh, <laughs> boy, I, this is, I'm not a pep talker. I'm not a life coach. What am I doing? I just, I just, I just, we gotta, we gotta be there to help each other now and in the future is what I'm trying to say. So I get it. If you're feeling down, I get it. If you're feeling depressed, I wish I could be more silly now. It's a little harder to be silly without Nigel is a really awesome, silly helper. I hope he's listening to this now because, because uh, <laughs> he can really see uh, what it's like when he's missing. Um, so let's see what, here's another story. This is a story from February 19th. This is what, <laughs> this is what we're resorting to now. We got to read the news from before this time to get to a funny story. Centuries old law against cursing in public repealed by Virginia legislators. And this is a, there's a sign. If you can Google that and you can see the sign, there's a signs on the beaches at Virginia beach. And it's a, it's that red circle with a line through it. And then what's on the inside the circle is the, you know, the at symbol and a lightning bolt and a, uh, hashtag and two exclamation points, you know, how they, for cursing, they would replace it with symbols. Um, so, so they would, so on this beach, they would have the no cursing sign. It's near, it's near a military base. And I guess there was a lot of <laughs> sailors cursing on the beach. Profane swearing has been illegal in the Commonwealth, Virginia, since 1792, when the fine was 83 cents. Uh, and so I, it, it's nice at the beach. Look, if you're out now with social distancing, of course, people cursing right next to you is not a thing. That's supposed to happen. So that's one of the, on the upside, on the upside, there's not some teenager with a potty mouth right next to you talking to their friend about their stupid life. That's not happening. So you're getting a break from that. Yes, of course, you're not getting to go out to a restaurant. So you're not having the opportunity to sit next to a teenager who's cursing a lot and you wish would shut up, but you can't tell them because you're afraid they've got a gun or something. <laughs> but anyway, let's thank. Let's be thankful for the small things and not focus on the big things 
that uh, that we're <laughs> we're missing. So it's too bad we can't all go out to dinner. Uh, but it is nice to not be sitting next to a cursing teenager, isn't it? Um, well, Virginia has repealed this law that uh, keeps you from being at the beach and somebody's cursing right next to you. But now I don't know if the beaches are even um, uh, open in Virginia right now. But that's another level of googling that I'm not ready for. I'm just I'm just busy looking at the news here. Um, uh, Ontario's new license plates have a problem. You can't read them. This is also from before. Oh, I see. There, uh, It's because of the color scheme. It's very difficult to read the license plate. <laughs> the plates also have a new slogan, a place to grow. Mm, good luck with that. Uh, now, uh, the, the previous slogan was yours to discover. Uh, hmm. So there we know. There we go. Canada, license plates, hard to read. Who knew? Who cares? I don't, I don't care about that. Oh, boy. What else do we have? <sighs> Cryptocurrency, I don't really care about that. Rare weedy sea dragons hatch at the California Aquarium. Well, that's nice news. Uh, oh, they're sea dragons. Well, they're really, they look like seahorses, but they look like they're not even real. Oh, these are kind of cool. After years of trying, a Southern California Aquarium has two very tiny and very rare bundles of joy. They always call babies bundles of joy. Let me tell you something. Of course they are. I had a baby. I had a baby once, and now she's a teenage girl. So that's a whole another kind of problem. But uh, she is a bundle. She was a bundle of joy, but loud, but loud. You, you, you bundle of joy for you. They're, they're not always joyful. These babies, babies. But these sea dragons, um, I, I don't. You can't cuddle them. They're delicate. Delicate creature resemble bits of seaweed, and a distant cousin of the seahorse. And they're notoriously difficult to breed, which is always a weird like. Like we're, like, like we're breeding them, <laughs> but we're not. We're not breeding. They're breeding. They're they're breeding. We're not. So I'm not breeding them. They're breeding with each other. And so when it says that it's dif- they're difficult to breed, it means it's hard to make them comfortable enough that they want to breed. Uh, and I don't blame them. They're in jail, right? Who wants to breed when they're in jail? Well, maybe some people. I guess conjugal visits. That's a thing. Uh, the the. Uh, Okay, so these are there's these new uh, there's these new sea dragons, is that what they're called? I can't even remember what they're called now. Weedy sea dragons, yeah. So anyway, you can see you can see the pictures of them on the internet if you want to. Weedy sea, sea dragons. So somebody's somebody's making babies. These weird weedy sea dragons are probably going to have uh, a real heyday if we can manage to. Uh, if we can't, if we don't manage to beat this coronavirus, then. Actually, let's face it, the cockroaches, are, that's what's going to take over. It's not, it's not weedy sea dragons. <laughs> They're even shy about having sex. You think, it's the easy, you think it's hard to breed cockroaches? No, it's not. You can put them in a jar, a jar full of gasoline, and they will get busy, I think. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, so, oh, St. Patrick's Day. We missed St. Patrick's Day. We didn't miss it. We didn't just didn't. I, I'm, I'm done. I was done celebrating St. Patrick's Day a while ago. Uh, it's like, uh, it's like New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. It's, it, they, it's, it's for amateur, uh, drinkers or people who are in love, uh, New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day. You, you, you don't want to be out on those days. You want to do your romantic things, not on Valentine's Day. And you want to do your binge drinking, not on New Year's Eve and not on St. Patrick's Day. 
And speaking of which, oh, this virus lockdown, what a golden opportunity for all the binge drinking you want to do. When they say don't drink alone, well, that's the only choice you got now, except uh, I'm doing the opposite. I'm trying to I'm trying to get physically fit so that I come out of this thing better shape than I went in because I want to I can't wait to get back to jujitsu, which I'm not able to do during this uh, during this social distancing because you have to get really close to another guy to, to choke him or break his arm. Um, not that we're ever actually breaking each other's arm. We're, we're choking each other, but then somebody taps you and you quit. That's the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I'm not getting to do jujitsu, which is bumming me out. That's, I feel like if I could be doing jujitsu every day, uh, I could easily stay home and read book cause I'm exhausted after that. You go into a hour long jujitsu class and you are so damn tired at the end of that thing that, uh, the rest of your day is really, you're all set. <laughs> you need to get something to eat and then get enough sleep to recover so you can go again the next day. If that, if we were allowed to do that during lockdown, during social, whatever it's called, with social distancing, we're not on lockdown yet here in California. It's legal for us to go out, but everything's closed, so there's no place to go. You can go to the grocery store, uh, but I've been to the grocery store a couple of times now. I'm thinking about filling the car up with gas uh, tomorrow. That's, <laughs> it's funny the things you think about when you can't go anywhere. Like I'm thinking, oh, I could fill the car up with gas. That's a thing. That's a, that's an excuse for me to leave the house. I wouldn't have to get close to anyone. I just put my credit card in the pump, put the gas in the car. That way, when there is some place to go, I won't have to stop at the gas station before I go there. I'll just be able to go. So as soon as we get permission to go somewhere, man, I'm gassed up and ready. So I'm thinking ahead like that. I'm thinking ahead like that. This is a good chance to, uh, Inventory your freezer, start eating all those things that you've frozen um, months and, dare I say, years ago. That uh, It's just those delights, those those surprises, those uh, leftover tidbits and morsels, those memories, like the sh- corners of your mind from happier times, from times when you, you, you put that in there when you thought you were going to be home, and now you are home. So you eat all the frozen things in your refrigerator. That's the thing that can happen now. Um you can uh, work out, like I said. You can binge drink. That's a thing that you can do. You can you can just spend this whole um, this whole isolation time just getting hammered. But I, I don't think that's a recipe for defeating depression. Alcohol is a depressant, so this is going to make you more depressed if you're drinking depressants. Um, let's check the New Zealand Herald. Let's see what they're up to. Oh, choose my layout. Um, I think I'm going to go with the, uh, compact layout and then what else do I personalize my notifications? No, I don't want to do that. Choose my weather location. No, adjust my text size. All right. Oh, sign in. Oh God. Now I got to sign in. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, here, let me see it. Um, so what do we got here? Coronavirus Air New Zealand's 900 million lifetime from the government. Okay. So the Air New Zealand's getting a bailout. Are you getting a bailout? I haven't heard about a bailout for me, but I hear the government's going to bail out the airlines. I got to cancel. And, and rightly so. Rightly so. Right. My gigs got canceled, so I can't go and work. So I had to cancel my plane tickets. So, yeah, you, we better give the airlines some money. Hey, what? A, what a, my God. My God. OK, so they're bailing out the airlines, even in New Zealand. Uh, that's great. Auckland school clo- to close after people tested for COVID-19. Okay, so they're closing an Auckland school. Well, they're a little behind us. We've already, we've already, we've already closed our schools here in California. Coronavirus traveling Kiwi couples anxious race to self-isolation. Um, 
Oh boy, but I'd never truly experienced the physical feeling in today when the plane wheels touched down on New Zealand tarmac. My husband and I have been traveling through Peru and Argentina uh, before the pandemic, but they spent the last three days racing against the clock to get home. Oh yeah, they wanted to get home. Uh, more borders are closing, more travel routes are shut off. Yeah, if you're not home, you better go home. Uh, first, it was just a rumor that the borders might, might close, and then uh, they decided they needed to get home. They got two of the last seats. They got back to New Zealand. So now the borders are shut. I didn't really, this is new news. The borders are closing down. Oh, my God. We're just shutting everything down. So if you're at home, the good news is you're home. It could be worse. You could not be home. You could be on lockdown at a hotel where they just laid off my, uh, my friend's wife. And uh, good luck. I mean, she's not a room service person, but good, good luck if you're staying in a hotel. You don't want to be in a hotel. You want to be home. So you are home. So be, be thankful for that. You're home. What was the other thing you can be thankful for? Yeah, you're not sitting next to a restaurant uh, where there's a loud teenager next to you. What else can you be thankful for? You can be thankful for they you well, here's number one. Number one, when you wake up in the morning and you do not have the coronavirus, you can be thankful about that. Now, I know a lot of people are trying to get you focused on the fact that you might get the coronavirus, but what you really want to be focused on is that you don't have it, if you don't have it. And if you do have it, then you can be thankful that most people who get the coronavirus survive. And that's true. Most people, like way most people. Um, yeah, there is a chance that there's trouble, but you got to be thankful for something. Um, I'm assuming you can eat all the ice cream you want also. Uh, well, you can do that either way. <laughs> you can do that either way. Although I'm trying to work out. Some people are binge drinking. There are other people who are on the all-you-can-eat ice cream plan. And so that is, that's something that's true. They're not running out of ice cream. If you go to the grocery store, they got ice cream. Milk is tricky. The milks, they're out of a lot of the milks, but you can still get most of the ice cream. So be thankful that you can get ice cream right now. So go to the store, get yourself some ice cream, you know, drink responsibly. If you're feeling depressed, the first thing to do before you finish your beer is stop watching the news. That's really what you want to do. So if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anxious, Stop watching the news. Stop doing the thing that's making you feel anxious or upset. That news is not helping you. What, is, what, what do you need to know? You're already in the house. You're already socially isolating. You're eating the delicious uh, things that you froze years ago to, for, to get ready for this great surprise party that you're throwing for yourself in your house. Uh, you don't need to watch the news all the time. You just need to know, is the store open and do, do they have ice cream? So... Be thankful about that. What else can you be thankful for? Well, this is a good chance to dress up in all those clothes that you save for special occasions, you know, because uh, a lot of times you don't wear your fancy clothes because you're worried, oh, I'll get them all dirty. I won't be able to, they won't be ready for the special occasion. Well, we're all staying home now, so we can Downton Abbey it up. Every day when it's time for dinner, you go upstairs before you eat your leftover surprise and you put on your best uh, tuxedo. Or if you have a tuxedo, let's let's say let's say you don't want to wear a tuxedo. Whatever you got, do you have a do you have a yellow jumpsuit that you bought uh, for International Banana Day? Uh, put that on, put that on, and and enjoy your life. Be thankful that uh, that you can wear whatever you want to dinner and dress up a little bit at home for the other people there. Try and have a sense of humor. Make each other laugh. Don't be too. You could be thankful that they get to spend time with the people you love the most. In theory, your family are the people that you love the most. I married my wife because I wanted to spend 
the rest of my life with her. Not necessarily every second of every day like we're doing now. <laughs> but, uh, but I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And so now I'm getting to spend a lot of time with her. And we're trying our best to keep our sense of humor and make each other laugh. And our daughter as well. Of course, our daughter is uh, 15 and she is, <laughs> she's, I, I don't even think she's depressed at all. She's in her room on FaceTime talking to her friends. They're doing online school so they can still complain about school, but she's home. She's doing FaceTime with her friends. We all took a family bike ride yesterday. She went out for a jog in the rain when all that dog poo was getting washed into the ocean. My daughter was out for a jog in that rain. So this is your chance to enjoy your your family or um, or the people that you share an apartment with. If you've got roommates, this can be, tri- this can be a tricky time. I, I, it's been a long time since I had a roommate that I wasn't uh, married to or related to by blood. Um, but that I'm sure that that can get tricky. But let's try and be nice to each other. This is a chance for you guys to enjoy each other. Uh, we you can play you can play board games if you got to be pretty bored. That's why they call them board games. You got to be bored to get into board games. But um, listen, we're a half hour into this thing, and I feel like I want to post this so that you can have it. Uh, I'm going to get in touch with my uh, wife. I'm going to get in touch with her. <laughs> She's in the other room. I want to get in touch with my wife and get her on the podcast. She couldn't do it today because she's busy. She's busy preparing for some other thing that she's doing. And then um, I'm going to see if I can get Nigel out of his out of his sad cave. But uh, he's in some he's in some brain soup right now. But uh, I'm going to get Nigel out of his sad cave and do a podcast with him, my friend Frank from Jiu-Jitsu. I think I can do a podcast with him. He's an amazing artist and he's got an amazing life story. So I'm going to try and get those up for you. Um, I, I have a worst case scenario. I'm back here solo. If you enjoyed this, get ready because here it comes. Um, and I'm going to be on WGN morning news next, uh, that's in Chicago, but I think it's also online. I'm going to be on WGN morning news next, uh, Friday, which if you're not keeping score at home is the 27th of March. So, uh, if you're in the Chicago land, you can wait for that. You can wait and be excited. I don't have any gigs coming up. I still have my website, checkthis.com. I'm looking to update that. But all my shows right now are on hold pending uh, the next level of whatever we're, whatever we're doing right now. So stay positive. Help each other out. I'm so grateful to all the people who supported me for all these years. And I look forward to the next chance for us to be together. And that is going to happen. Believe it. And also, before I go, let me just say this. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And we've all got an amazing story to tell our grandchildren who have not been born yet about getting through this crazy time. So don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to get up, give up later. And don't get up either. Sleep in. There'll be plenty of time to get up later. Enjoy your ice cream, everybody. Thank you for listening. Um, I will talk to you soon, sooner than you think. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to post videos. Got a YouTube thing. I'm going to start doing a regular YouTube thing, looking into doing some um, some more online stuff to get through this time. Thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves. Thank you. Thank you.
the machine, please. Slash again. I can't hear you unless you talk into the machine. I forgot to tell you, one of the reasons I got to end the podcast now is my online jujitsu class is starting. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm watching a guy by himself, uh, the Henzo Gracie Academy. You can watch it too. It's free for everybody. You can hear him. He's like, here he goes. I got to go. Henzo is spelled R-E-N-Z-O. Henzo Gracie, online jujitsu.